Well, good morning, everybody. <clears throat> good to see you. Got uh, some notices to begin with. The first one is quite a big notice, actually, so uh, do listen up. Uh, I have an important bit of news to share with you. Um, as you may know, the PCC have been praying and discerning about um, the way forward for children's and families' work. Uh, we've been praying about that these last few months <coughs> uh, here at Christchurch. God is good, and I believe he has heard our prayers. Uh, over recent weeks, I've been in discussion with Emma Griffiths about the possibility of her doing some work for Christchurch in this area of ministry. And uh, recently, a small group representing PCC interviewed Emma. Give her a wave, Emma, so they know who you are. <coughs> to be appointed to a new role we have called school ministry worker. I'm going to blow your trumpet now for you. Uh, Emma interviewed very well, and those who interviewed her, which was myself, James, and Ursula, are all very confident that she is very suited, very well suited to the role. Emma, who's been part of this church uh, for the last couple of years with Phil, uh, has a huge amount of experience as a teaching assistant and as a teacher in primary schools, some of which has been at the leadership level. Emma has a real heart to share Jesus with children, and she has a deep love for the Basin Hill community. She brings many gifts and skills that are very well suited to the role. The role of school ministry worker is a very part-time role, and for this reason, it is deliberately and overtly based in Oak Meadow Primary School. And the school, I'm very pleased to say, are very open and welcoming to the church-building Christian community there. Emma's role will be to lead on this, but also to build teams as the work gets underway. Please note also, it is a very different role to the one Jeanette was involved with. Uh, Emma will be a, a school ministry worker, not a children's and families missioner. Emma's focus will be on building Christian community in the school. Although, yes, of course, there will be crossovers with church-based children's activities and outreach. The vision for the role is to build relationships between home, school and church so that the children can encounter Jesus for themselves and grow in faith and discipleship. As I mentioned above, I firmly believe that God in his goodness has provided Emma at this juncture, and for this we give him praise. Okay, do, uh, do be praying for Emma as we go along, and um, uh, at the 10 o'clock we're going to gather around you, Emma, and be praying for you uh, at that service. Uh, a couple of other things, uh, very quickly. Uh, Eleanor has asked me to tell you, I don't know if you remind you is the right word, but tell you about the big, uh, the big quiz uh, the big quiz night is on Thursday the 16th of November, starting at 7, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. All are welcome. Uh, it's only one pound, it looks like, to enter the, to the uh, quiz. Uh, so do tell your friends, come along, uh, and that's on the 16th of November. Uh, just a quick request from the video and sound desk. Please don't walk behind the video desk over there. Um, that would be great. A uh, quick update on James Heinsohn. He is well. He's home. Uh, he's recovering well, and uh, which is very, very good news. Lastly, as I'm sure you are aware, Halloween is fast approaching. It's on Tuesday night, and I'm also sure you are aware there seems to be an even bigger emphasis on people decorating their homes around and about in the village. 
So, can I encourage you to be praying for your street this week, that the light of Jesus will shine even brighter, and uh, maybe have something about Jesus to give away to maybe someone who knocks on your door if they come a-calling on that night. We know Jesus is the light of the world. Amen. That's enough of the notices. Okay, so let's get on with uh, the rest of the service. Uh, hopefully you have a prayer, um, the purple booklet, which we'll be using. This is a book, uh, a said communion service, um, no songs in it. And so we'll begin on page one with the prayer of preparation. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said the first commandment is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your hearts, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Amen. Lord, have mercy. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven and to bring us to eternal life. So we come before God to confess our sins in penitence and faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments and to live in love and peace with all. Praying together. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate faults. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Collect for the last Sunday after Trinity. Merciful God, teach us to be faithful in change and uncertainty, that trusting in your word and obeying your will, we may enter the unfailing joy of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now Audrey is going to bring us our Bible reading and Debbie will be preaching. The reading this morning is taken from the book of Exodus, 
chapter 20, beginning at verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in it. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning, everyone. It's lovely to be with you. So today we have reached commandment number four, which is the seventh of the Just Ten series. This is because we're looking at them in reverse order. A bit confusing, but it does mean that we are ending the series focusing on our relationship with God, which is the foundation of it all. And we've been on quite a journey over these past weeks, haven't we? We've addressed issues such as deceit, envy, adultery, anger, and last week, how to honour our parents. If you think about it, we've been on a tour of the issues that get to the very heart of the things we as human beings struggle with and can damage our relationships with each other and even more importantly, with our God. And I don't know about you, but I found it really challenging and quite painful at times to grapple with some of this stuff. But I've also been aware of God's amazing and life-giving love for us through this series. Because like so much in God's topsy-turvy kingdom, The commandments were given not to constrain us, but to set us free. And that is absolutely true of the commandment we're looking at together today. The fourth commandment is remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Or as J. John puts it in modern speak, how to prevent burnout. Burnout, I'm sure you would agree, is rife in today's society where we work harder and play harder than ever before. Everything is just so fast-paced. So this commandment to work for six days and have Sabbath rest on the seventh essentially deals with the issue of how we use our time. Now, Albert Einstein remarked, Time is relative. There certainly seems to be a lot less of it around than there used to be. Now, Einstein died back in 1955, well before the digital age, a time that perhaps many of you here will remember. Perhaps you remember it with fondness. But if that quote came before the age of the internet, the laptop and the smartphone, 
how much more does it feel like that now? How often do we hear ourselves or others say things like, I'm so busy, time flies, it's been all go, there aren't enough hours in the day, where does the time go, etc, etc, etc. So much of what we say to each other in our daily lives revolves around time and seemingly not having enough of it. Technology has achieved wonders, yet no one has been able to multiply time. Millions is spent on inventing beauty products that are designed to delay the aging process. Many more people have gym membership than will ever remotely consider entering a church. Medical science means people are living longer and healthier lives, but with regard to time, the very best that technology has achieved is to measure its passing more accurately. Why? Because time belongs to God alone, and it is unalterable. Whatever we do with it, it slips away from us, and it's because time is so fundamental and so unchangeable that it is the most precious commodity we have. How we spend it matters and it has an immeasurable impact on our physical, emotional, psychological and spiritual health. This commandment deals with how we use the precious time that God has given us and so it is vital that we grapple with it. Now I have to say I'm going to grapple with it much more at the 10am service and as you may be aware brevity is not actually one of my strengths but I'm going to try here. Um, but I do want us to spend a few minutes looking at these verses from Exodus 20 together. If we do we can see first of all that unlike the other commandments we have looked at so far this commandment comes with a reason for keeping it. And the reason has the highest endorsement possible. It was ordained and practiced by the creator himself. God himself rested. We can also notice three things from this passage. And can I suggest you have it open in front of you as this is going to be a bit whistle-stop. So, firstly, the Sabbath is for everyone, no exceptions. We can see this quite clearly in the list of people and animals that it applies to in verse 10. Secondly, we can see that the six-to-one rhythm, as demonstrated by God himself in Genesis 1 and 2, and referred to here in this commandment, is part of the creation order. And so as people made in God's image, it is actually in our DNA. We can see that in the first part of verse 11. And thirdly, we can see that the Sabbath is holy. It's set apart and it's sacred. And it comes with life-giving blessings. Why? Because as we see here, God himself blesses it. Now, if you want to explore these things in more detail, I suggest you either stay on until 10, or um, if you'd like, I can give you a copy um, of my talk. But just very briefly before I close, what are these blessings? Well, as I said earlier, the issue of time is one we all grapple with. 
and by observing a Sabbath, a day for worship and for rest, we have the invitation to fight off the enemy of hurry and busyness and wake up to the God who has been with us all week long, but we've often been too busy to notice. Jesus says, the thief comes to kill and to destroy, but I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. The world says delight can only come from sin, but God says delight comes from spending time with your creator, the one who knows you and loves you more than anyone, the lover of your soul, the one who, as the psalmist writes, created your innermost being. So can I encourage you to live this out and to take hold of the invitation God gives us to remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. Why? Because stepping back from our daily tasks and intentionally setting aside a day for rest and worship is the way that God has designed us to live. It helps us reconnect with our Creator and brings forth the blessings of peace, gratitude, godly wisdom and perspective. I desperately need those things and I'm sure that you do too. Amen. Thank you, Debbie. And as she says, uh, the full version will be preached at the 10 o'clock service. So in response, we're going to uh, declare our faith, our belief in God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as we say the creed together. If you're able, please stand with me, and we will say the creed, which you'll find on page three in the booklet. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Do be seated as we pray.
for our prayers today, I'm going to use uh, form B, which you'll find on page 33 in the booklets. So page 33, form B, uh, towards the bottom of that page. In the power of the Spirit and in union with Christ, let us pray to the Father. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, you promised through your Son, Jesus Christ, to hear us when we pray in faith. Strengthen Michael, our Bishop, and Sarah, our area Bishop, and all your church in the service of Christ, that those who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless and guide Charles, our King. Give wisdom to all in authority and direct this and every nation in the ways of justice and of peace, that we may honour one another, seek the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give grace to us, our families and friends, and to all our neighbours, that we may serve Christ in one another and love as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. And in the quiet of your heart, lift those you know to the Lord who need his touch. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hear us as we remember those who have died in the faith of Christ. According to your promises, grant us with them a share in your eternal kingdom. Rejoicing in the fellowship of all your saints, we commend ourselves and the whole creation to your unfailing love. Amen. And so we're going to share the peace with each other. Remember uh, to be sensitive to those who uh, just want a little bit of distance at this time. Christ is our peace. He has reconciled us to God in one body by the cross. We meet in his name and we share his peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let's share God's peace with each other.
we're going to use Eucharistic Prayer G, which we'll find on page 30. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our Blessed are you, Lord God, our light and our salvation. To you be glory and praise forever. From the beginning you have created all things, and all your works echo the silent music of your praise. In the fullness of time you made us in your image, the crown of all creation. You give us breath and speech, that with angels and archangels and all the powers of heaven, we may find a voice to sing your praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. How wonderful the work of your hands, O Lord. As a mother tenderly gathers her children, you embraced a people as your own. When they turned away and rebelled, your love remained steadfast. From them you raised up Jesus our Saviour, born of Mary, to be the living bread in whom all our hungers are satisfied. He offered his life for sinners, and with a love stronger than death, he opened wide his arms on the cross. On the night before he died, he came to sup with his friends. And taking bread, he gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to them, saying, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. At the end of supper, taking the cup, he praised you. He gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant which is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Father, we plead with confidence his sacrifice made once for all upon the cross. We remember his dying and rising in glory. And we rejoice that he intercedes for us at your right hand. Pour out your Holy Spirit as we bring before you these gifts of your creation. May they be for us the body and blood of your dear Son. As we eat and drink these holy things in your presence, form us in the likeness of Christ, and build us into a living temple to your glory. Bring us at last with all the saints to the vision of that eternal splendour for which you have created us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom and in whom, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven. We worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. As our Saviour has taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one with you, because we all share in one faith. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen. And so we come and share the bread from this table, and the wine by his side, and the wine, not our wine, wine will be on that side of the church.
and let's lift those who are unable to be with us here in church this morning. Father, we lift you those who are unable to be with us here in this building this morning. Lord, you know each one, you love each one. And Lord, we pray that you would touch their hearts, comfort and heal and restore, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. And so we'll pray the prayer together following communion on page 17. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. And so may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit rest upon you and be with you this day and always. Amen. And so we go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Amen.